All right, all right. Rat Pack Sports Show. We back. We live, Rat Pack Radio, WRPR, streaming online, ratpacksports.com, and the Rat Pack Radio, WRPR app. You can find us on TuneIn. Also, if you're not, if you're an iPhone user, uh, download the TuneIn app. And you can find us on there because uh, the Rady, Rat Pack Radio WRPR app is not available on the uh, iPhone market. They're trying to get over. And uh, they want to charge uh astronomical amount to make the app available on iPhone when, you know, it doesn't cost us. It doesn't cost that much at all for Android. That's why I'm an Android person. Because iPhone, uh, they try to get over us. All right, so uh, we are here, man, and uh, we about to get into some uh, NFL because uh, we've seen some things. We've seen some stuff happen today, and uh, it's been crazy. So um, Miami Dolphins, Denver Broncos. Uh, last season, Denver Broncos defense was okay. It was decent. They was they had a good defense, and uh, the offense, Russell Wilson, and the offense couldn't figure it out. You know, all season defense, you know, held it together, kept them in games. So what they do in the off season, they go out, they bring in, you know, Sean Payton, one of the brightest. Offensive minds we've seen in the whole history of uh, the NFL, and and you thought uh, bringing in Peyton, you would see something better out of the Denver Broncos, and so far, not so good. So, um. This is what the Broncos season has looked like so far. Uh, they lost 17-16 to the Raiders in week one. Uh, you know, close games. 35-33 to Washington last week. And uh, this week, we heard something happen. Well, we saw something happen that we've never seen. Uh yeah. And I know they just got new coaches, but we're in the pros now, man. 70 points. 70. Like we don't see this a lot. 700 yards of uh total offense 
by the Miami Dolphins. They ran for 350. They ran for 350. They passed for 376. They had over 700 yards of offense. Um, Tyreek Hill had, I mean, the passing numbers ain't, I mean, 23 for 26. It's pretty good. Tua, Tua has been on fire so far this season. And uh, you saw you saw the diversity in their offense on, you know, how they utilize their weapons and put all their weapons in positions to succeed uh, in the Chargers game. I, you know, that was a pretty entertaining game to watch. And uh, you saw the potential of the Dolphins offense in that Chargers game. But uh, today was just, you know, ridiculous. And at the end of the day, new coaching staff or not, 70 to 20, there's some things that's got to be addressed in that locker room. We know the Dolphins got a pretty good team. They've been on the cusp the last few years of being really, of being great. Uh, and the one thing that has kind of stopped them from, you know, being the team to really deal with is the quarterback position with Tua and his uh, injuries. Defensively, they've been really good. Um, they added some pieces in the offseason, got better on defense. So you knew defensively that they were going to be really good. Uh, you knew offensively they got really they were going to be really good, even returning the players. They they bring in uh they draft Devon Arcane, um another speedster. They bring in Raheem Mosvert, most 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 I say Mosvert, but there ain't even no V in his name. Mostert. You know, they bring him in. He's another speedster. Uh they got Tyreek Hill. I don't even know who Robbie Chosen is. Is this the dude from Carolina? Why Why did he change his last name? His last name wasn't Chosen. What was his last name before? Robbie? What was his? You, you suck when you change your last name or something like that anyway. But what was his last? Robbie Anderson. That was his last name before. So why would you change your last name to... uh? chosen in the middle of your career. But he 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 even got in on the action with a 68-yard touchdown. And I only think he got a, a few. Uh, I want to know why this man changed his last name now. Hold on. Uh... I mean, he was decent. He never was, like, great. But he was a decent, like, number two, uh, probably number three guy. But, um, you know, he got in on the action with a 68-yarder. Mostert, Raheem Mostert got in. Uh, Berrios wasn't that, was kind of quiet today. 
Uh, you didn't have the other speedster. Waddle didn't even play. So they was down. Probably the second fastest person in the league on the uh, offensive end. Uh, I'm not sure who's faster out of Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Both of them are blazing fast. I probably, I probably say Tyreek Hill, but uh, yeah, man, Dolphins. They're gonna be a problem. They're gonna be a problem uh, all season long. I, I still, I picked the Bills. I'm not going off of the Bills as my favorite in the AFC because you can't get caught up in these these seventy points, right? So last week. We saw the Miami Dolphins go into New England, and they had a dog fight on their hands. You know, the game didn't look anything like this. Dolphins, uh, Patriots took away the deep threat. They took away all the, the big play capability of Miami, forced them to, you know, uh, play underneath and move the ball methodically down the field. They made, they you know, when the Dolphins did catch a the ball, they made their tackles. They they made the Dolphins into a you know slower team. That's what you got to do. Uh, the Chargers game was wide open, but I'm not gonna get caught up in these seventy points and just you know make the Dolphins a favorite in the uh, AFC. They gotta earn it. The Buffalo Bills has been the team to beat, you know, over the last uh, you know three three years since Brady left New England. So. Uh, you got to beat the Bills. The Bills still, to me, the class of the division. But the Dolphins are they? Dolphins are on their heels. Dolphins are on their heels. And next week, what do we have? Dolphins Bills. So this you're gonna be able to see uh, where the Dolphins are at compared to the Bills. And uh, <laughs> you know you're gonna be able to see. Um. Uh, you're going to be able to see if the Bills are, you know, who they are as the class of the division. Now, this game won't decide the division, but it will give you a better idea of, you know, how close or how far away each team, you know, are from each other. So that's a game I'll be looking forward to, you know, watching next week, you know, 1 o'clock. Uh, that game should have a lot of attention behind it. I think that's probably going to be one of the better, you know, better games of week four and in the in the early season. with The way the Miami Dolphins is playing on the offensive end, uh, you know, Bills, what are the Bills? 2-1 uh, on the season. And they they struggled a little bit, but you still got Josh Allen as your quarterback, and they lost some early games. They lost uh, what was that to the Jets in Week One, which that game shouldn't have been a loss. I mean, you you know you lose Aaron Rodgers on the fourth play of the game, and you still lose. Uh, that might have been the wake up call they needed because they might have went into that game. Uh, you know, well, I'm not gonna say they went into the game uh, nonchalantly because you go into a game with Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback. 
you know, you expect that game to be tough. But once Aaron Rodgers went down, uh, there's no way the Jets should have beat them. There's no way the Jets should have beat them. And look at this. Since then, Jets, uh, 30 to 10 and 15 to 10 the day over the Patriots. And the coach for the uh, Jets. Uh, get Listen, man, I, I said it. We said it a couple weeks ago when Rodgers went down. The rest of this team is ready to win. Oh, you can't be so so uh stubborn as a coach. If Zach Wilson was that great, you wouldn't have went out and got Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we saw we saw Zach Wilson last season. We saw him last season. Right? And let's see, where is it? Let me get let me pull up Zach Wilson numbers from last season. So Last season, we saw Zach Wilson for a whole year. This is what he gave us. He played uh, nine games. He gave us 54% completion for 1,600 yards, six touchdowns, seven interceptions. The year before that, in 13 games, 55%, 2,300 yards, nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Now, you went out and you got Aaron Rodgers because you felt this guy wasn't ready to to lead your team, which has one of the most stingiest defenses in the whole league. You got offensive weapons. You got deep. You got uh, running backs. You got wide receivers. And you have one of the better run offensive lines in the league. So, where where are you struggling at, quarterback? You went and got Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson becomes your second-string quarterback. You didn't have confidence this man could do it. So, Aaron Rodgers goes down. You bring Zach Wilson into the picture. Um, he's not playing good. He can't read the field. Uh, he holds the ball too long. And uh, he's just not a good quarterback right now. And y'all went all in. You went all in. And that, uh, that's why you went and got Rodgers. Now, I don't know who's out there as a quarterback. You got – maybe you can make a trade for somebody else's second-string guy. But you doing that mean – it's game over for Zach Wilson after this season. Okay. You're not going anywhere with him anyway. So, hopefully after this season, Roger Rehab, he returns next year. I believe Rogers will come back next year as a great player. You don't want it to end like this. So, you can bank, you know, Aaron Rodgers returning next season. Um... But what do you do this season? Your fan base is getting impatient. They've they seen enough of Zach Wilson. They know what he can do. You probably should have ran him off after the season and and kept the other quarterback that was uh 
that was back there last season. Let me see if I can find last season. Um, Jets last season. Who's the quarterback last season? Let me see if I can uh, look up the Jets stats from last season. So, stats. Let's see. Last season, who's the bump? Mike White? Yeah. So, Mike White played four games. And in four games, he was better. He was better than Zach Wilson. It took Zach Wilson nine games to throw for 1,600 yards. Mike White threw for 1,100 in four games. So, and you had Flacco. So, why? Why do you stay with Wilson? And you probably should have kept uh, Mike White. And Mike White was drafted in 2018. So, he's a little bit older of, you know, quarterback. But he seemed to be, you know, a better option to use than this other guy. So, Robert Chalet, I think that's the coach's name, in the press conferences, they says, "You, I'm going to stay with Mike White. I mean, I'm going to stay with Zach Wilson because he's, you know, I mean, he's correct. He's been with us all offseason, all training camp. He knows the system. Uh, he gives us the best chance to win. Not, he don't give you the best chance to win. You're not going to win anything with this dude playing quarterback. So uh, you want to preserve this season. Uh, you need y'all, your management need to go to him and say, hey, we got to go get a quarterback. Because he is not ready. And that means after the season, you getting rid of Zach Wilson. But you have to go find somebody that can play the position and give you a chance. That can make the, the, make the easy reads, make the throws that he's supposed to make, and move the offense. Listen, the Patriots, the Patriots not going to blow anybody out because the Patriots are in the middle of a new offense and uh, the Jets defense is good enough to keep you in the game. But so you weren't going to see a blowout today. But, uh, you, you know, next week when the Jets play Kansas City, it's going to be another disaster. They won't give up 70 points because the Jets' defense is a lot better than Denver' uh, defense against Miami. But you're going to lose that game. Uh, you probably probably lose against Denver the week after that. You're going to lose to Philadelphia, uh, possibly New York, possibly Los Angeles. 
um, Chargers. So let's just see. Let's just see. Okay, so they're two, one and two right now. They're going to be one and four after next week. Uh, I'm going to say Denver. At Denver, you're going to lose that game. One and five. One and six before the bye week, you're going to lose to Philadelphia. You come back after the bye, you play New York. I mean, it's a home game for both of them. I mean, they play in the same stadium, so shouldn't be that much of a home field advantage. But it's, you know, at New York. So they'll flip the stadium from uh, Green Jets to New York Blue. You're still going to lose that game. So that's what, one and seven? Yeah, one and seven. No, one and six. Yeah, one and six. You're going to lose to the Chargers. Uh, that's one and seven. Las Vegas toss up. You're going to lose to Buffalo. You're going to lose Miami. Uh, Atlanta, you might have a chance. This is this is say, this is indicating that they stay with Wilson the whole season. Uh, Houston, you might have a chance. Miami again, you're gonna lose that. You probably lose against uh, you know, Washington. You probably lose against Cleveland, and you're probably gonna lose against New England. So, you go from and this is stubborn head coach. You go from a season where you was expecting to compete for championships, division title, uh, you know, uh, you know, conference championship, uh, Super Bowl. Two, three, four wins. And there's quarterbacks out there. You got, I mean, for what it's worth, you have uh and I'm about to say Andy Dalton. What's the uh geez, uh Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. It's a quarterback. Was it Northern Colorado? Why can't I remember that dude's name? It's not Andy Dalton. Northern Colorado, what is his name? Forget it. Uh, he was on uh, Washington last season. And Washington benched him. Let me, uh, let me see. Um, Andy Dalton. Jeez, I knew it was an Andy something. I knew it was an Andy something. Uh, yeah. So, hold on. I said Andy Dalton, didn't I? 
Andy Dalton on Carolina. No, it's not Andy Dalton. Let me go find this guy, man. Jeez. Uh, watch, it's going to be so simple that I can't remember this dude's name. Carson Wentz. Goodness gracious. Carson Wentz. I'm naming all the, all the redhead quarterbacks except for him. Carson Wentz, North Dakota State. Um, He's out there. I mean, is he great? No. Is he better than Wilson? Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, he's a quarterback that's had some success in this league and – um, I mean, he's not that old. He only, he's, you know, drafted in 2016. So he's still seven, seven years into the league. He's had some good productive years. He's an accurate passer, 62%. He's going to give you a chance. You know, he's going to give you a chance to at least be competitive. And, you know, Soleil turns around and says, uh, you know, I'm going to stick with my guy. That's not good enough. If if you're a Jets fan, that's not good enough because you know you've seen enough of uh, Wilson. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you you just gotta get it. You just gotta give the team a chance. And sticking with Wilson is not giving the team a chance. I'm not even a Jets fan, and I'm on the campaign for them to to go find somebody else. You you have to move on from Wilson after this. He can't be a he can't be in the Jets jersey. He can't be in the Jets jersey. That and I mean. They they they're already tired of tired of them in New York, so they got to move in another direction in this off season anyway. He won't be a New York Jet after this season. So why are you sticking with him? You know, sometimes coaches can be uh, uh, loyal to a fault in this in this league. Uh let's go Bucks fans. Uh before we got John Gruden, we had Tony Dungy. And when we had Tony Dungy, uh yeah, it wasn't good. I mean, when we got in the playoffs, it wasn't good. We won a lot of games in the regular season. We got in the playoffs. Every year we got the crap beat out of us by the Eagles. We had to go to Philly every year. We got drunk every year. For probably it felt like three straight years. Uh we went to Philly, got blown out, blown out every single year. The same way. The same way every time. So, you know, as Bucks fans, we had we have this historic defense and as you can see, we got Warren Sapp in the Hall of Fame, Derrick Brooks in the Hall of Fame, 
John Lynch in the Hall of Fame, offering that defense. Uh, we should have a few more. You know, we should have at least one more Hall of Fame out of that defense in Simeon Rice. So that's four dominant players. Uh, you have Sh uh, Shelton Corsett, linebacker. You got, um, you know, Brian Kelly in the secondary, Jermaine Phillips, and who else was it? Brian Kelly, Jermaine Phillips, John Lynch, Rondé Barber, Brian Kelly. Uh, that was a starting secondary. Yeah, that was a starting secondary. Linebackers was Brooks, uh, Shelton Coyles, and uh, Oshaman Singleton. Up front, we had Warren Sapp, Brad Culpepper, Simeon Rice, and I want to say – Who's the other defensive end? We had a few guys. It was more like a rotational defensive end. But uh, I think one of them was Marcus Jones. I think in 98-99, um, Marcus Jones was defensive end. Let me, let me go and check this. So if I could go back this far. Let's see if I can go back that far. Nope, it won't go back that far. So, um, but I think that was it. I think that was it. And you got this elite-level defense who's giving up less than two touchdowns a game, something like 13 points per game or something like that. You, you got Mike Allstott in the backfield. You got Ward Dunn in your backfield. Um... You know, run. You know, smash and dash offensive line. Who's best running team in the league? Lorenzo Neal as the lead blocker. Uh, Dave Moore, H back as the lead blocker. You know, nobody could stop our run. But this dude kept running out. Um, Rita Anthony and Jaquez Green as our quarterbacks. I mean, as our wide receivers. These dudes, Redell Anthony was probably 5'11", a buck 60, soaking wet, buck 70. No more. He couldn't have been no heavier than that. Jock Harris Green was even smaller. These was our starting receivers. One, receiver number two. Passing offense was abysmal. Abysmal. We got Trent Dilfer playing quarterback. He was terrible as a Buccaneer. Terrible. Every year. You bring in a new new offensive coordinator. Uh, the one year we had a really good offensive coordinator, Les Steckel, and that only lasted like one or two years. Got rid of him. You bring in, you know, some other dude. I forget his name. Uh, he's still coaching around the league, too. Uh, uh, I can't get his name now. Um, but but point being, every year we got up behind smack by Philadelphia, and every year we came at, came through the offseason, did nothing to improve the offense, nothing. 
personnel-wise, we just show up with the same personnel every year, do the same thing, get in the playoffs, same thing. So, eventually the Glazers got tired of it, and they just said, you know what, we're going to get a – we're going to go get us an offensive coach. As, as, as great as, you know, as great as Tony Dungy was as a man and, and what he done uh, in in this area, revitalizing the, you know, football, pro, I mean, the football program with the Bucks, uh, re- resetting the standard, bringing some uh, discipline back. As hard as those guys played for Dungy, we got to make a move. And that move to make one even a move to go out and get this, you know, we didn't need 30 points a game. Even though Gruden offense could have gave us 30 a game, we didn't need 30. We just needed 20. Warren Sapp always said, give us 17. Because, again, we was only giving up about 14, 13, 14 a game. Warren Sapp just said, give us 17 points, man. Just give us 17 points. We'll win every game. So, here comes uh, Gruden. You know, he comes in, uh, fresh offense. You know, a lot of new pieces. Uh, There's a lot of new pieces on that offense that made a difference. Uh, And we did have Keyshawn Johnson in, so let me not forget him. Uh, we did have Keyshawn, uh, you know, during those years with Dungey last few. So, uh, we bring in Gruden, new offense. We bring in some more weapons, uh, Michael Pittman. We go and get uh, Joe Jaravicious. We bring in uh, Ken Dil- Dilger, who was, a, who was a great tight end for Peyton Manning in, in uh, Indianapolis. Uh, we, you know, we bring in some some meat on the offensive line. Uh, we get a little bit better on offense. We go uh, twelve and four in the off season. I mean, in the regular season, offense wasn't crazy. They weren't putting up crazy numbers, but they were doing enough. They were doing just enough, and we we was winning games comfortably, and got into the playoffs. Offense hit another gear. They get hot. Now we go into Philadelphia with a brand new offense. Spank them, run their barber uh, interception to the house at the end of the game, seal the deal. We in the Super Bowl. The rest is history. So sometimes, you know, management got to step in and make some moves. Uh, when the coaches are not putting the team in the best position. And for the Jets, I don't think staying with Wilson is is the best position for the Jets. Now, it's going to get you a high draft pick. Yeah, you're going to get a high. You're going to have a, a real high draft pick. We're probably winning only about three or four games, uh, three, four or five games the whole regular season. Uh yeah, you're gonna win a, you're gonna get get a high draft pick, but 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 
they ain't what you came into the season for. So, Jets fans, what you think should happen? And uh, Pittsburgh still is taking care of business in this game. Uh, 23-7. Uh, the fourth quarter just started. But that's what it's going to be, man. That's, that's what it's going to have to take. Uh, I'm not sure if the Jets management going to step in and do anything. But uh, you, can't, you can't keep running Wilson out there, man. I don't even know who to back up. Uh, quarterback is over there, but you you need you need to go find somebody, somebody. Um. So let's see here. Other matchups in today's game: Cleveland throttles Tennessee, and I think there's a shakeup coming in Tennessee as well. Um. They have some talent on that team. And you got Tannehill only throwing for 104 yards. Now, listen, Cleveland got a great pass rush. They, they do have a great defense. But you didn't bring you didn't bring the uh, D. Hopkins in here for three receptions, 48 yards, three receptions, 48 yards, and you got Derrick Henry with 11 carries for 20? That, that, that ain't, that's definitely not what you uh, – you know, that's what you was expecting there. So I, I think there's a shakeup coming in Tennessee. They a couple more losses. They either going to be a coaching change made, or you're going to have a quarterback change. And Tennessee did draft um, the kid. I don't know if he's ready to play yet, but um, ah, quarterback, quarterback. Will Lewis out of Kentucky. And he's supposed to be one of the top quarterbacks in the draft who fell to the second round. So uh, you might, the Will Levis show may be getting ready to start because uh, Titans are not doing anything. And I, I'm a Ryan Tannehill fan, uh, but it's not working. So either it's the quarterback or it's the offense that you, you're trying to run that's not working. Uh, Atlanta and Detroit. Detroit is doing exactly what uh, I thought they would do. Uh, I think that's a class of the uh, NFC North at two and one. But again, uh, you got Green Bay Packers, who are a lot better than people expected they were going to be. And uh, Jordan Love. He's not Aaron Rodgers, but uh, he's showing that he's got some arm talent and uh, he can throw the football. So, uh, Green Bay is a lot better than people expected. So, that division is probably going to come down to Detroit and Green Bay. Uh, Vikings are – I'm not going to say the Vikings are done, but at 0-3 – uh yeah, you you got a ways to go. But I mean, Vikings 
They usually go on a run when when the string of games in a row find themselves, you know, back in the hunt. That'll probably happen. But Detroit and Green Bay are teams that need to be reckoned with, especially Detroit. So I and I picked them to win that division. So uh New Orleans. Depending on how long Carr is going to be out, it's going to dictate where New Orleans is going to finish at in this in this division. They were up 17-0 at the time of Carr exit. And they lost the game 18-7. And uh, Jameis Winston, you know, being a number two quarterback, you don't get a whole lot of practice snaps and everything, but Jameis has been there for a while now. Uh, he knows the system. And, you know, he he's a good, he's a good quarterback. Um, so, it didn't pan out this game, but I, w- I would expect New Orleans offensively to be better. In the coming weeks, as Jameis, you know, gets more uh, time. Cars, you know, he's got an AC joint sprain. So he's probably going to be out probably about two to four weeks, maybe. While that thing heals up. I wouldn't try to play through it because you try to play through it and you could, you know, end up out for the season. So, and Jameis, uh, he didn't look that good today. Uh, he could have been, it could have been nerves, maybe. Uh, it could have been nerves. But he was, uh, he was inaccurate and, uh, I mean, 62%, but uh, you had to watch the game to see. You know, you you couldn't um, – what's the word I'm looking for? You couldn't hmm, orchestrate any drives to score at least three more points, and you probably, you know, win that game. So, uh, New Orleans – I think they're in a good situation as a backup quarterback to have a guy like Jameis that has so much production. He's done a lot, you know, as a quarterback in his league. Uh, to have a guy like him as a backup guy, you feel like you're in a good position, but it's just, you know, the inconsistencies of him, uh, you know, playing a position. So hopefully – that goes over, you know, well after this game. And they can come back next week and, take, you know, be a little bit better. I talked about the Miami game. We'll probably be talking about this game until next Sunday. Uh, Minnesota, 0-3. And, uh, you know, the Chargers pulled out that game. One of them two teams had to win. Both of them was uh, had zero wins. 
Uh, Minnesota had, you know, some close losses. And the Chargers, you know, had some close losses as well. But, I, you know, Chargers the better team to me. Um, Minnesota's struggling a little bit. And Kirk Cousins, it just continues to throw interceptions in the, you know, in clutch situations. If you got Kirk Cousins as your quarterback in a fantasy league, oh, he'll get you some numbers. He'll 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 fill that stat sheet up. He'll throw for three hundred fifty yards, uh, a whole bunch of touchdowns. But if you're a Vikings fan, uh, you know when when the game is on the line, Kirk Cousins is going to throw an interception. I mean, some of them may not be his fault, but it seems to be every time the Vikings are in a situation where they have to go down and, and get a field goal or a touchdown uh, late in the game, Kirk Cousins throws an interception. So that's just the way it's been. So Minnesota is is in a problem because that division is tough. Outside the Bears, who is just straight up trash, uh, that's a tough division. So Minnesota got some room to make up, definitely. Uh, got into the New England New York uh, game. Zach Wilson sucks. Uh, Houston Jacksonville disappointing. Disappointing man. Uh, I do the survival pool. I do the survival pool every week. And this week, I the way I do my survival pool is I save the guarantees for later on in the season once I ran out of, you know, all the other teams. I save my guaranteed match uh, games for later in the season when I need them. So early in the season, I try to I try to pick the – not so obvious games. Uh, get them out the way. So those questionable games or you know questionable teams that's got a little bit closer of a matchup, I use them up early in the season. And so later on in the season, when everybody else is is struggling trying to find the the easy game to pick, I got my easy game because I save the better teams for later in the season. Well, this week, I thought it was safe because, again, I picked Jacksonville in the AFC South. So, in, in Houston, you know, being like the first two weeks, um, you know, how they played, I took uh, Jacksonville. You know, Ravens 25-9, lost Colts 21-31-20. So I felt safe. Okay. Uh, you know, Texans going to Jacksonville. Road game for Houston. Jacksonville, uh, my favorite pick for the AFC South on the season. So I took I took Jacksonville. Well, they go out and lay an egg. 17, 37-17, Houston, you know, Beats the crap out of them in their own stadium. So I got knocked out. 
of my uh you know my uh weekly survival uh league and I was looking at Baltimore Indianapolis I would have lost that one too because Baltimore lost and I wanted to save I could have took Buffalo over Washington but I wanted to save Buffalo uh for later on in the season I didn't want to use I didn't want to use them up so fast uh if if you was a Cowboys fan or anything like that and you took Dallas all of y'all are gone gone like if you took if you was in the survivor pool and you took Dallas thinking oh this is automatic and 2816 uh Dallas gets drunk in Arizona and you know to be fair um Dobbs is actually playing pretty good in the absence of Kyler Murray and I'm not necessarily sure if uh I don't think Murray's going to make it back for this season I don't think when when did Kyler Murray tear his ACL Mid mid midpoint of last season, I think. Uh, let's see, Kyler Murray. I think it was midpoint last season. Um, where he tore it. Uh, let me see. Kyler Murray. All right, I got an article right here. So Murray went out. When let's see, this doesn't say nothing. Um, well, they got him on the injured reserve, so he could come back October second. Then they will have twenty one days to add him to the fifty three man roster, or he would just spend the rest of the season on the uh, physically unable to perform list. And you could just, because Dobbs, Dobbs is giving you some good production. So, you know, you don't feel pressure to have to bring him back, you know, right away. You know, you can let him sit, uh, let him, you know, rehab some more, get some more, you know, uh, uh, rest. If you feel like Dobbs is doing good enough to allow that. So, uh, so far in this season, I've, I've thought Dobbs has played well. Um, so, so far, Dobbs in three games, 59 or 82, 72%. So, dude is seeing the field well. He's seeing the field well. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. He's giving them a chance. And... He has good speed. Uh, you know, he's, a, he's he's playing really good football. So, for Arizona, with him playing this way, he, he's 11th in QBR with 61.6. So, um, right now he's playing as a second-tier uh, quarterback. You got your first tier uh, from 1 to 10. Second tier from eleven to twenty, he's right there on the cusp of second first tier, 
from a QBR standpoint, you don't you don't have to feel rushed to bring him back because you're getting good quarterback play from your young guns. I mean, he's not really young; he's 28, but um, you know, uh, he's doing well for him. He's doing well for him. So uh, Arizona may not bring him back right now. They may wait. You know, maybe you wait another. You wait until, you know, midpoint. Or let's see, when is when is Arizona bye week scheduled? So the bye week is week 14. If Kyler Murray is not back by then, he won't come back. They'll just play out the rest of the season with Dobbs. But um, if he's not back week four, if they don't, you know, activate him off the list week four, then I would say maybe around about November 5th, that Cleveland Browns game, depending on wins and losses, where where Arizona is at, uh, they could bring him back for that game. Or, you know, they could sit him out for the – the whole season, you know, let him get completely healthy. Obviously, he he would be cleared, but if you want, if you don't want to risk it, you don't. You know, what I'm saying you don't have to. You just wait till next season, and you just chalk this season up as a loss and do it like that. So, um, that's it. That's Arizona situation. Chicago Bears, mm. listen, you're you have to go. You have to go with another quarterback. Uh, uh, he's not good. He's not good. And he's calling out the head coaches, bruh. I saw. Last week against the Bucks, you had a guy wide open in the seam, and you never saw him because you can't read the field. So after you put that out on tape and then you come out and during the week in the media and you try to blame it on the coaches and say, oh, well, coaches got me playing like a robot and I don't feel comfortable. Uh, they have to do a better job of this or that. What? If you was doing well and you had a history of doing well and you just came to Chicago and then you started playing bad, that's one thing. But (coughs) you've been terrible since the day they drafted you. You don't have no room to blame the coaches. So, uh, let's see. Fields, last season, 2,200 yards, 17 touchdowns, 11. He did play better in the second half of last season, but those are not still, still are not eye-popping numbers for somebody that played 15 games, 2,200 yards, 149 yards per game passing. And this this the same dude that's got the nerve to uh, blame coaches? 
Bro, you would not win any game with those numbers. The with the year before, same thing. He's captain check down, captain check down. 155 yards per game passing. That was that's the year before 2021. More than likely, I think that was his rookie year. Yeah. And uh, it's just the Bears, man. Uh, they might be jinxed at the uh, quarterback quarterback position because it, it hasn't been good for them in a while. And when you look at it, and uh, you you're looking at Mr. Brisky, and you know you're saying, oh, he's he wasn't that bad. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, he was that bad. You it's just so bad now that. As a Bears fan, you'll be willing to take anybody and anything just to get some decent quarterback play from your guy. So I think that's another team that, I mean, they spent a high draft pick on him, but uh, he's going to run out of time here pretty soon. He's going to run out of time here pretty soon. Okay, so let me see. Uh... Let's see. It hasn't talked about any Baltimore, Carolina, Seattle. Uh, that was a good game uh, to watch. But uh, see, Seattle pulled it out, but uh, Carolina, you know, they hung strong. They hung strong. Talked about Detroit, Kansas City, uh, Dallas, Arizona, uh, Raiders, Steelers. Right now, it's going on. Steelers just. Scored, got the two-point conversion to make it an uh, eight-point game. And, you know, tomorrow game, which I said this earlier because I didn't know uh, they were running two Monday night games again. So Monday night is supposed to be a primetime event. And... They've turned it into uh, two games. And I don't like that. Because if you're playing on Monday night, you're supposed to be front and center. So now uh, you spread the audience audience out. Obviously, I mean, you're going to, you know, you're going to make more money. You got more than one game. Uh, Yeah, whatever. But, um... So you got Tampa Bay, Philadelphia. I'm not confident about that game. And then you got the Rams and Cincinnati. So I wonder how many uh, more Monday night, doubleheader Monday night games we're going to have this season. Let's see. So let's see. Three. You got three. Three Monday night doubleheaders. Uh, hold on. How many games? Monday night schedule includes three double. So you got you're gonna have another uh doubleheader here. 
in week. Okay, so yeah, so week two, week two they did it last week. It was two double headers. Week three, which is this week, you got two double headers, and then uh, where's the third one? Oh, week fourteen. Uh, Titans, Dolphins, Jack, and then Packers at Giants. I still think, you know, that's too much. I I wouldn't, you know, one used to be we we used to be week one where they had the uh double header, and then after that it was all, you know, it just sucks. Uh, you know, as a Bucks fan, we we got to share the spotlight with the Rams and the Bengals, so. Might not be a bad thing. I mean, if the game is, you know, getting out of hand, uh, you got ABC and ESPN, same network. They'll just, you know, hopefully they do like they do on Sundays when the game get out of hand. They just cut the stream and don't even show highlights of it and put another game up there, replace with another game. But a uh, big game for the Bucks tomorrow night, uh, 2-0 to start the season. Uh, we get to see, uh, you know, how they compete, uh, you know, against a team that's, you know, pretty good. But, you know, at the end of the day, we'll, oh, he almost caught that. We'll see what's up. So, but we are we're we we're at the end here. So uh, again, it's you know Sunday night show is not that long, not as long as Wednesday night. But you know I got a chance to uh, talk about all the games. Uh, Sunday night we'll we'll talk about um, you know the fantasy because. The league is still still going on, so my games are not locked in. I do have what's this? I do have a couple games here. I'm losing both. Well, uh, winning one. My current matchup, I'm winning. I think that game is locked in. Uh, and the Umbrella Corporation season four, but my Daywalker, uh, the Rat Droppings League here, uh, is not so good today. Not so good. Uh, last week I lost. Uh, I am currently winning this week. Uh, we're currently losing. This game is over. I don't have anybody left in play here. So, um, and my scores weren't terrible. Um, Justin Herbert scored more than projection. Uh, B. John Robinson scored more than project. Oh, that's not even my team. Hold on. Uh, Aaron Jones. He didn't play. I had him. Be, I had him in. That might have been the difference. Uh, nope, not re- not really because. Uh, well, 
I could have I could have moved David Montgomery into that starting role and I could have flexed. It still wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. So uh Juju Smith, I don't even know where I got this dude. Uh, I'm gonna have to make a move here because I don't know why I got Juju. You know what? Uh let's see, I'm finna go ahead and I'm finna go ahead and uh get rid of him right now. Shoot, about that. Let's see, you got Jaden Reed. <coughs> Tank Dell, I don't even know who that is. Adam Thienley for Carolina. There's not really a whole lot out there. Robert Woods. I'm not picking nobody from Houston. Kendrick Bourne, New England. Devontae Parker, New England. Uh, Josh Downs. Let's see who scored high this week. Thielen. Thielen is probably going to score high with, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback because not. Why is it Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Andy Dalton as quarterback because Dalton is a veteran and you know veteran players have a better connection than you know young players so uh Thielen showed up today I should pick him up but uh Dalton won't be is not the long term starter here so uh while it looked good this week it may not be good uh, the next week. And maybe I'll pick up Palmer because I pick up Palmer. He's going to see more action. But because you got uh, the other kid that just went out today for the Chargers. So he may get more minutes. Yeah, there's nobody here worthy of picking up. I don't even I don't know who Tank Tank Dale. Who is that? I don't even know who this dude is. Not picking him up though. Um You know what? I'm gonna take Adam Thielen. He might be he might be better to have than um, Juju. I got. I gotta wait till Tuesday or Wednesday for the waiver wire to pick them up. But and then I got my uh, sleeper league. Let's see, sleeper. Yeah, then I got my sleeper. Uh, fantasy football league here, and bro, I don't even want none of this. Close. Let's see. 
See, it says it's already in use. So how do I log in? Been at eleven already. I I don't see anything. That's weird. Hmm. Oh shoot! No, no, no wonder I'm taking the wrong thing. Sending it to my phone. Yeah, so, uh, folks, send me something. Oh, there it is. Two, three, two, three. Let's see if this works. Two, three, seven, four. Still not logged in. Oh, yeah, I am logged in. Look at that. All right, so, uh, let's see. Let's go to my sleeper leagues here. Ooh, what is going on? Leaks. It's showing all my information. There it is. All right, so my other leaks here, then, then we'll go ahead and end this thing. But um, I'm probably going to win my league here. I'm up. Got a 99% chance of that one, so it's looking like I'm going to pull that one off. And uh, I'm lo I lost in this one, so, but I had one. That's my fault here, cause I didn't check it. So, uh, I got Chubb starting. I might as well go ahead and get rid of him. He he's out for the rest of the season. Uh, and I got Jonathan Taylor in the lineup. So, you know what that means? I haven't been checking this thing. Uh, I got to start checking this thing for week four. Let me go ahead and week four and just set my rosters, my lineup right now. Can I put this man on IR or put him on a bench? I need running backs. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw in McKinnon. I'm going to. I'm going to struggle here for a little bit. Oh, Pacheo. There. Yeah, I put Pacheo in there. And uh, who's the other guy? I need this guy. Let's see. 
How, how do I end up with two backs from Kansas City? That'll make Yeah, I need some help. Uh, What's the running back from Miami that just, just ran for, like, all kind of yards? They were saying he was available in, like, 60% of the leagues. I need to go find him. Somebody already got him. Yep. Is that passing? Yeah, that's running back. Yeah, somebody already got him. You got to jump on these things quick, boy. Oh, nope. Here is right here. Is that right? Nah, I could do just ran for like 200 yards. Um, Arcane. Yeah, I'm finna wave a wire him, boy. Uh, I'm going ahead and get him. I might as well go ahead and get with Chubb ain't coming back. So I'm going to go ahead and make that waiver claim uh, right now. Go ahead. I made that waiver claim. I need something. All right, so. Uh, Wednesday night, we'll get into some more fantasy talk as well. We'll have Walt Boss Hog and William Graves on with us. And um, we'll talk, you know, college. We'll talk about the, the, the uh, key matchups this weekend for college and the uh, NFL. And hopefully the uh, – real quick, let me check something. ESPN. The Rays are ninety-five and sixty-two, so I'm not. Th- I don't think they're gonna make a hundred wins this year. They may not get to a hundred this year. Let's see. They got about six games left in the season. Five or six. Let's see. Five games left, Boston, Boston, Toronto. Yeah, they're not winning 100. Would have been nice. Would have been nice to get to, uh, you know, 100 wins. But uh, we're beat up right now, man. We got a lot of injuries. So we'll get into some base, base uh, baseball talk on uh, Wednesday as well. And uh, that's going to be it for here, man. Again, uh, if you want to listen to any of our podcasts, just head over to Podbean, Rat Pack Sports, uh, Rat Pack Sports Show. Dot dot com, or you can go to ratpacksports.com. dot com. You can pull them up right there off the uh, front page of the website, and uh, you can download it from there as well. Um, this game here uh, look like Pittsburgh is. Sealed the deal. They got the two-minute warning. They're up 23-18. And uh, a minute 53 left. No more timeouts. So, Pittsburgh pretty much uh, clocked this thing. Let's see, 40. 
Is it 45 or 40 for the play clock? I think it's 40 seconds. 40, 80. Uh, they got lucky with the two-minute warning. So that was second down, 13. So they can run it, get the ball back. They'll have about 30 seconds on the clock. So they really want to pick up, pick up this first down so they don't have to give the Raiders the ball back. They better hand it off. Don't throw it. Ooh. Them boys hitting out there. You know, uh, something something I feel like is, is crazy is for some reason, I mean, I don't know why, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, Always getting interceptions. Like they may, I don't know a team that's got more interceptions over the last maybe five years than the Steelers. I mean, everybody's picking off the ball. Defense has always been good under Mike Tomlin, and that, and that's why Pittsburgh under Mike Tomlin has never had a uh, losing season. <coughs> so we, <coughs> yeah. So thirty, yeah, they get the ball back with like. 20, 20 seconds left on the clock. Well, this game is pretty much over. They have to score a touchdown. I don't think that's happening. But uh, with that being said, that's going to do it for us here. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here for this week. We will see you guys Wednesday night live Rat Pack Sports Show, Rat Pack Radio, WRPR. We gone for this week, man. We will see y'all. Rat Pass Sports Show. We out of here, man. Peace.